0: Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Rate the Record podcast, episode 25, halfway to 50, quarter to 100, uh, quarter after 10 at night. Uh, here we are recording the episode. I had so to much. check
1: the clock. I was like, is it quarter up?
0: Uh, close enough. It's a it's a little laughter, but that's irrelevant to anyone watching and or listening. <laughs> and your irrelevant hosts for the day are Chris and... Savannah. Exactly. We got to get hyped about being irrelevant. But relevance enough that you are here to watch the podcast or listen to it. So thank you very much for joining us. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow, rate, comment, share anything that looks good, feels good to do and can help build the musical community. We encourage you to do that because we want you to be part of the musical community as well, not just us. So please, if you would be so kind as to do all of that.
1: Yeah, I need more friends. So come on, join, 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 watch, 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 listen, listen, listen.
0: More listeners, more friends, question mark?
1: Yeah, it really depends
0: how you feel, but I mean, I'm open. I'm open and willing. That's good to know. (laughs) But we might already have some friends and the people who have been here before. And If you are a return listener of the podcast, welcome back. We are glad to have you here, as always. We hope you enjoy this episode as much as... As much as you've enjoyed the other ones and listening to me stumble in my speech. (laughs) But if you are new to the podcast, you're going to have to get used to that. But welcome. Hello. We hope you enjoy your stay. Have a lot of fun here being part of this community, discussing the albums just like we do. If you are new here, chances are you don't know what we do on this podcast, so I'll tell you very quickly. Each week, Savannah and I will choose an album, be it completely at random. It might be celebrating a special anniversary, or it might even be a list request, which yes, we've done and we have more coming. Regardless, we will discuss an album at length. We rank the songs and then we rate the record.
1: You
0: didn't like the golf
1: clap, so I'm not golf clapping. You guys think of something, get creative.
0: Get like some auxiliary percussion, some tambourines or something.
1: Do you literally want to edit that though? Like spike in audio, ears bleeding, everything. If your ears are bleeding, we can't do the show next week. And my livelihood depends on this.
0: Well, then I'll give you one week to learn sign language because then I'll have to learn two. I mean, it'll be a really weird podcast. I knew that one. Uh, there's something like that. Anyways, we don't <laughs> really need to do that. <laughs> Ah, but yes, uh, that's what we do here on the show, and this week we are looking at the band Fishbone, and the longest title we've had on the show to date, and I thought Sel Williams had a long one, that was last week episode, by the way. Clear the throat first. Give a monkey a braid, and he'll swear he's the center of the universe. What an unnecessarily long title.
1: I, I know that is a quote from something or like a quotation, but I don't recall what from. And Some I sort of like
0: philosopher, that. author, or something along I the lines so, of that. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. But before we dig too deep into this album, we always like to read this brief little disclaimer at the beginning of each episode, just to make sure that we're all cool with things and that we're not going to argue, be dicks about stuff. Even if we disagree, we can still just have a good musical discussion, be mature about things, you know what I'm saying? And the disclaimer is as follows. The following thoughts and opinions we're going to discuss regarding this album is strictly of our own personal interests. We are not professional music reviewers. We are simply two friends having fun discussing and listening to music. We encourage respectful discussion and friendly banter of each episode, but we do not condone and will not tolerate bullying or belligerence based on the opinions of ourselves or others. This podcast is a casual and for fun project, and you are welcome to take what we say regarding the albums we rate with a grain of salt. Hey, there you go. Did you just salt bay the camera?
1: I I noticed that it's salt in your eyes, salt in your eyes, so it's kind of like pocket salt. I was thinking I'm pocket sorry. sand
0: like Dale Gribble. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, sorry for the pocket pocket salt.
0: All right. Dust off your face. I got to dust <laughs> off my, my dadly looking mustache right now. <laughs> oh, me too. Uh, uh, I almost didn't want to be on camera today. My, my razor screwed up. But anyways, that is irrelevant. I am your dad for the day. And we are discussing Fishbone's album, Give a Monkey a Brain, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <coughs> Okay, if you're done cutting me off with your throat-clearing antics.
1: Oh, I, I, I was going to start my part of the podcast. Thank you very much. I was going to introduce the band and the album, just to give you a little, little less to do.
0: I and suppose. Okay, go ahead. I have a beer to drink, just like the I, dadly mustache tells me to do.
1: I, I, I know you have a lawn to cut, so I just want to make this quick.
0: Go for it, son. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fishbone was formed in 1979 in Los Angeles, California, and has been called one of the most distinctive and eclectic alternative rock bands of the late 80s for their style of combining reggae, metal, funk, soul, punk, and ska. The band was created when the original members were in junior high school, making them 13 to 15 years old. They were signed to Columbia Records in 1983 after after being spotted at a club. Fast forward 10 years and three full-length albums later, Fishbone releases Give a Monkey, dot, dot, dot. I'm not saying that. On May 23rd, 1993, the album was produced by Terry Dale and Fishbone themselves. Singles from the album include Swim, Unyielding Conditioning, Servitude, Black Flowers, and No Fear. The album hit number 99 on the Billboard 200, and I didn't see any charting or awards for individual songs, but I did find an LA Times article giving the album two and a half stars, and Rolling Stone magazine gave it two stars.
0: Out of like four, I'm guessing?
1: I I thought it might be three but I'm assuming four or five. Yeah, it just said two and a
0: half and two. Well, it doesn't sound like too many critics were too hot on this album, Mm. but that doesn't mean that we might not be hot on it or something, or maybe we'll agree with them. Who knows? We have a podcast to get through to find out this very answer.
1: Yes. Let's do it.
0: So we might as well do that now. We are at this point of discussing the album at length. So track number one on this 12-song album, Swim.
1: Woof. This... (laughs) To me, it definitely feels of early 90s California rock without me even knowing that's where they were from. It just had this sort of I don't I don't want to lump them in with any other bands, but it's just that was what I was getting from this. Um, I do find it interesting when the vocals kind of hold their own melody, when the music is sort of just chugging along and the, the vocals are kind of like up here, down here, around here, around the band, to the store, back home very some only in some occasions does it sound good to me and in the song it it was totally fine i i Um, also mm. i also like the layered vocals in it just speaking of uh the vocal melody very nice that that was
0: something I enjoyed in certain songs. I don't know if it was so much this one though. Yeah. Um, this one had a very slow chugging, chaotic start to it. Like I, I it, <laughs> yeah. it definitely caught me off guard, caught my attention almost immediately. Yeah. I because it's funny. I didn't know what to expect coming to this album. That was my knock at the door. Hello, and I was like, Oh, okay. We ha- we have something on our hands here. Yep. Yeah. Um, you didn't want to compare any bands. That's okay. I will. It gives me some old school Bungle feelings. Okay. I, I don't know if it's necessarily first album or perhaps even earlier, but it still kind of gave me like, oh, we're going somewhere with this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not as well executed. I think Bungle did it better, but I mean, I'm not here to compare the bands. Obviously I'm just saying if I'm going to bring them up, I'll at least say that. Yeah. Um, I found the vocals a little hard to understand at a lot of points because, like, <laughs> yeah. this the spread of the mix and the overlapping just kind of made it, like, it did, I don't know, it didn't sit well with me. I just, like, it sounds like a part of the instruments now, which I guess is fine, but, I mean, at the same time, yep. it better stay like this for the whole album. Hint, it doesn't. But, so, I mean, uh, it was just, I don't know, that part was a little weird for me. And I think the biggest problem, which I'm going to bring this up a lot in this album, so I'll try not to. It just kind of repeats after a while. Nothing really picks up in this track for me, like, once the the charm of, like, the weird first half kind of wears off. Um, There's these kind of, of like, couple of weird bass fills towards the end of the song, pretty quiet in the mix, but I thought that was cool, but unfortunately nothing too much to boost the score. Interesting start to the album, but, I mean, at the same time, it's, like, could have done a little more with its kind of, like, zaniness, I guess.
1: All right, good. I have three points to add to yours. I want to say counteract. I'm like, that is not what I'm doing. Um, The bass at the end, unexpected, definitely welcome. I found myself tuning out because there wasn't much to bring my attention back. It had it, it drifted, didn't really bring me back at the end. It feels like a jam band already. And personally, I don't know if this was the best song to start the album. I don't know what I would have picked, but it just, I don't know. It didn't kind of do it for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, yeah fair enough. Uh, I think we kind of both agree on that then, like decent enough track as it was little repetitive, though, probably not the best start, but it started it nonetheless kind of got us in the mood for certain things to expect because this album kind of goes everywhere. Like, <laughs> yeah you you start feeling certain ways about songs like okay I like where this is going and then suddenly the next song just destroys that expectation that's coming oh, yeah. up not too long from now but we'll get there when we get there
1: we we have a couple <laughs> notes personally on such topics
0: oh yes <laughs> so song number 2 since i guess we're done talking about swim mm-hmm. servitude Um, I do like the composition of the instrumentals in this one. It already feels different from the first track. Uh, The vocals are all right, too, but, I mean, they don't seem entirely fitting, so I didn't dox marks from it, but just, I don't know, something about the vocals didn't fit well with the instrumentals. It's hard to say. But speaking on the vocals, though, uh, I'm going to jump right into, like, the chorus, because immediately I get these clear, like, Alison Chain's Jerry Cantrell influence and like these <laughs> these really thick, rich harmonies yeah. singing through the chorus. Even like, it's not just the harmonies too, it's like the melody of the vocals as well. It's just like, wow, someone's really uh, wearing their influences on their sleeves today.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually went a different direction and this song kind of makes me think of a Maynard James Keenan vehicle I can't really pick which one, but it just kind of had that vibe to me just from the first the, the first note of singing continuing on. I'm like, I could see this as as some something he's involved in. So maybe it's the vocal tone in the song, but that's where my brain was going. And I enjoyed the main guitar riff there. There are some songs coming up where there's just like a little snippet of guitar that I'm like, oh, I really like that. And then the rest, I'm like, that's good. But like it's just that little bit that I just wish was stretched through the whole song. So I'm glad that when I like a main riff, I'm like, thank God I get to listen to this again. There's more. So Yeah, yeah. But like this one took a few listens to actually start getting into um, despite how obvious it might seem that I would get into it. It, it took me a little bit to kind of grasp what it was I was listening to which sometimes it doesn't take that long I'm like oh this is super easy but then other times I'm like okay I, I literally need to listen to each piece individually over and over to really kind of get the idea
0: so. I think there's only a few songs on this this doesn't really say anything about the score because I, I did like a lot of songs on this album I think there's only a few songs that I wanted to listen to repeatedly though
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: like some songs are the same
1: of... I hope they're the same as mine
0: which I said there's going to be one. I said that off camera, mm. by the way.
1: Yeah, I said two, so fingers crossed we will with see. those
0: two. Um, yeah, there were some interesting moments kind of sprinkled throughout this track and everything like that. There was a, there was like one attempt uh, probably towards the bridge of the song, I guess, that like tried to feel like a proggy moment, I guess, like a prog rock type moment. Like it just had that feel to it, but obviously it's not like quite that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But this song kind of, again, falls victim to, like, losing its luster before too long. Like, I enjoyed what was happening in the beginning. I was like, okay, this song sounds interesting. But then, like, nothing else really carries it beyond that point. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was hard to get too excited as the song went on. Um, There was, like, a nice touch towards the end, though, although, again, it felt repetitive. Uh, But there was, like this extra auxiliary percussion being played in the background, the very last chorus again, uh, a nice touch, but it didn't really do much to boost the track. So unfortunately this one kind of fell a little lower for me as well.
1: Yeah. Um, I did like the, uh, the addition of the tambourine during the last solo, which is probably part of, you know, the hand drum sort of percussion stuff. Um, The, (laughs) the song sounded the same to me for the majority of it. Um, Even the solo, like the guitar solo, didn't really change much of it. It still kind of had the same sort of vibe. Um, But I mean, I didn't hate the song. It's just not my favorite one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can feel that. I usually have yeah. my, all my songs written on this list of paper next to me, but I don't. I didn't do that today, so oops. I can't even look at it and think like, hmm, this is where I put it. Yeah. And you're then like, I try to think I of where I put it. No, and then well also, idea. I try to think of like where you put it on top of that, and so like I'll kind of cross yeah. things off as I go. Yeah.
1: I can't and do the, that today. <laughs> and then when you're completely wrong, I feel very satisfied. I'm like, hell yeah, my uh, my preferences aren't completely fucking obvious all the time.
0: Well, we have so many, op, like, polar opposites in a lot of episodes. Even even in uh, this Hall Williams episode, like, your yeah. favorite tracks down here, but they were <laughs> up here for me and vice versa. Like,
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That was and, that, so I'm curious to see what today's yeah. going to be like.
1: Because your ears are broken. Continue.
0: I mean, that that can be uh, debated heavily anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I really got to say about servitude. Likewise. So we'll move on to song number three, Black Flowers. <laughs>
1: I like this one. I don't know if it's because it's seemingly more radio friendly. It definitely sounds a little more digestible um, than the first song, for sure. Yeah. Um, The main guitar. Now, I, I did write down specifics like, you know, three minutes here, four minutes there. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, Totally fine. I made sure to write down timestamps. So I definitely
0: anyone, don't have timestamps. So, but continue.
1: <laughs> anyone listening, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, at least you can kind of find it because I never know what I'm talking about. But the main guitar riff before the vocals come in definitely reminds me of like Guns and Roses and those late '80s, early '90s rock songs. I maybe that's arena rock, like for the time. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not think sure. So but definitely the tone, it kind of had that, that feeling to me. Um, the muffled singing and screaming at the end is a little eerie. Um, it's like less aggressive and more voice in the radio kind of spooky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Fuzzy. Yeah. That, uh, that was cool, and the organ definitely helps with it feeling spooky.
0: <laughs> yeah, that added kind of a, a cool texture to the song, I think. Yeah, um, I like the the mellotron type feel at the beginning of the song with like the, those flutes and everything like that. I mean, that's what I'm assuming it is. It sounds, it feels like a mellotron to me, so that's why I said it was. Regardless I'm glad you
1: said that. I wrote down MIDI keyboard. I was like, I don't know,
0: <laughs> maybe. <laughs> close enough, close enough. Uh, but regardless, it sounds nice. It has a like nice vintage record feel to it, so it's yeah. kind of a cool opening to the track. Uh, I like the slower groove of this track, too. Uh, the vocals do sound better in this song than they think they did in the previous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. Even though... Everything, not just the vocals, but like everything, has this like very melancholic feel to it in this song. Yeah. Whether or not that's what it's about, I don't know. Again, we don't do lyrical breakdowns, but I don't know. I have something about it just kind of caught me. Maybe I just like sad shit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the guitars and bass feel a little more playful in this song too, which which was really cool. I think because like it just adds a little more kind of like character to their composition. So it's a very good idea. Um, th- there's a guitar solo in this song. I mean, there's a guitar line. Guitar solo in most of the songs, but, I mean, like, this one I thought was pretty cool. It has, like, this kind of, like, wailing, weeping type of melody, and then with the wah pedal on top of that, just kind of, like, adds, again, a lot more, like, character and, like, sonic feeling to it. Really good choice. And then, yeah, the organ in, uh, the organ bridge part kind of put me on edge at first because it's like, okay, where is this going? What are we doing now? Like, I like what was happening. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, but I do like where it led, um, but the song probably didn't need to be as long as it did. Uh, I'm going to say that many times in this album, and yeah. I will say, like, I think the average song, like, on average, songs are like five and a half to five minutes and 45 seconds on this album. Yeah. So it's uh, <coughs> quite the sit down, I'll say that much.
1: Okay, um, I <clears throat> definitely agree with you um, with the length. Um, although I like it. It did seem unnecessarily long. Yeah. The length of the song is like when the band extends the outro to the last song or the outro to the last song of the encore, just enough that you at that point are just begging them to stop. (laughs) Like, okay, they're going to stop. They've already played four bars. Fuck. They're playing another four. Fuck. They're doing it again. And they don't change it. It's just the same thing. And it's like, God damn it.
0: Yeah, like, and, um, the lead singer's already, like, walked off stage, but they're still going. Yeah. Like, he already waved to the audience, and you're, like, just gone. It's like, you guys, you were supposed to go with him.
1: I, I went to his, I, uh, I saw Sam Roberts, and he had left the stage and, like, was, like, walking, I guess, to the audience or something. But the band is just playing the same riff as if he's on stage addressing the crowd. But he's gone, and everyone's like, what's happening? Where did he go? And everything. And it was just, it... That's all I can think of when I think of that. Is just like just just stop the song, please. It was far too long. Um, just one more, I guess. Comparison: um, the sort of screaming and spooky organ reminds me of Dream Theater's "Finally Free," because of the uh, sort of, I guess, the the play that's going on behind it. We hear the footsteps, the car door shutting, the screaming, the, this, the, that. And I'm just like, that's, that's what it brought me to. It's like a theater of the mind type thing.
0: It wasn't until you explained that portion of the song, because like I, I I, that was on Metropolis Part Two, Episode Three callback. By the way, everybody. Yes. Um, (laughs) I I can't remember how I felt about that song, but I, I I didn't like that portion of it. So. Yeah, I
1: find that annoying.
0: Now, if you'll excuse me, now that you tied that in, I have to change my score for this song.
1: (laughs) Change that to a negative one. Boo!
0: Going through her eyes. Going to bring that on. back every once in a while.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Uh, uh, shout you, out to know, ol- you know, you <laughs> know.
0: Yeah, shout out to the old school listeners who understand that reference. Thank you. Welcome back. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> uh, so that's all I got for Black Flowers anyway.
1: Yeah, well, I don't think I could say anything after that.
0: No, I mean, I think I've said enough about it as well. Yeah. And again, just one of those songs that was good, too long, Just but some parts probably didn't need to be happening, blah, 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 whatever. Anyway, yeah. song four, Unyielding Conditioning. And, uh... My very first note, absolutely the most incorrect choice of tune to follow the melancholic slow march of black flowers. Because we we suddenly get this like uppy ska beat and I'm just like, you can't do that.
1: Okay, so just, you know, sort of back, I guess, off camera backstage stuff. The way I do my notes is I put my likes and my dislikes. Just, you know, kind of, I don't want to just spew everything I like and then you know shit on it for the rest. So the only thing that I have in my dislikes, it says, and I quote, what the fuck was that abrupt change in tone? That's it. (laughs) Oh my God. That was the first note was the fuck is this? Well, because it's the most noticeable. Yeah, it's the most noticeable
0: jarring thing because like yeah. you just rode this whole mood for like probably five and a half minutes. I can't remember how long Black flowers Flowers is, but it's likely five and a half minutes. Yeah. But like then you go into yeah. this like this uppie ska beat and it's just like I'm not done feeling. What are you yeah. doing?
1: Yeah, like I can't I can't be happy with tears in my eyes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't
0: know. It's it didn't sit too well with me. Um I'm I'm gonna be honest I'm not super into ska like be it like you know the reggae ska punk ska like not super like I give it a chance all the time and I've liked songs and bands that have done it so like I won't say that I hate it um there were some problems with the song though that I um wasn't too big on I think the biggest thing though was uh the hi-hats of the song like going through the entire thing uh they were really mixed heavily like front facing in my headphones And it became very distracting before too long to the point where I didn't want to listen to the song anymore. It was just, it was too present. It was too there.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Didn't like it. Uh, But the vocals fit well with this track, so I at least uh, gave that some credit. Like, I'm not huge on the vocals on this whole album, but there are some tracks where I'm like, okay, I can deal with this. This was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. there was a background singer, too, who's got, like, this deep bassy voice, and I thought that was a welcome addition. Very cool to add, like, that kind of harmony. So, yeah, I don't know. Just mm, I tried to find as much as I could to appreciate about this song.
1: Yeah, I understand that. Like, I, I don't have too, too much on this one. Um during the solo, the I guess guitar sounds like the strings are being plucked up rather than strummed or anything. It's very reggae
0: scoffing and, to do. So. Okay, okay, <laughs> but yeah, the the upstroke on the second beat, like that, okay. that is a that's definitely a a key factor. But in it the genre. sounded
1: like more like I don't know. More like they were slap guitaring. I'm not sure. Maybe it's I'm... It's just dead. a very
0: quick upstroke on, like, okay. the strings from, like, bottom to the top type thing, yeah. so, yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't listen to ska very often. That was... That caught me off guard. Not too bad. The saxophone sounds like it's scatting. Now, does that make this jazz? Uh, yeah, mm,
0: maybe. Okay. <laughs> the best now, way I could describe it, <laughs>
1: Maybe. And uh, I liked the vocal melody in the chorus. I liked how he sung a couple songs and the the tone at the end of the line, I guess, went down. And then at the end, it went up instead of vice versa, where it sort of lifted you up at the end of the chorus vocally. That was cool. I appreciated that. And that was it. I guess main note: the
0: fuck was the change in tone of this song? Yeah, I mean and that happens more <laughs> than once. Yeah.
1: It happens more than that. once in this whole album. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. On the on the solos too, like you have the uh, the clean kind of like funky jazzy solo that happened like with the guitar. Yeah, I I thought that was a good choice. I really loved the tone of that guitar. I thought that was super cool. So kudos to the song for adding that. And then yeah, yeah but the sax solo didn't do too much for me. I I yeah. wasn't that big on it, to be honest. It kind of stayed in like this specific range until the fade out of the song. Yeah. I feel like it could have been utilized a utilize lot better. You could have went like, don't, this album has already gone crazy with a couple of things and it gets crazier as we go. Oh my God, there's a song that really emphasizes that. <laughs> but, uh, you could have done a little more of this solo, but it just kind of stays in this like weird, like few note range. I'm just like, eh. Yeah. Y- y- you could have done better.
1: There, i without spoiling anything there are one or two songs where it's like the roller coaster is getting up oh oh we are getting to the top and then we're gonna drop and it's gonna be so much fun but as soon as you get to the top you just keep driving straight and you're like oh there was no drop okay i hate this now
0: yeah it was an illusion it's just gonna go straight (laughs) all the way across (laughs) yeah
1: just terrible but that's not this song so
0: No, but it is the next song now. Uh Song number five, Properties of Propaganda, parentheses, Fuck This Shit On Up. I like that parentheses, but they they should have just named the song That.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They also spelled it F-U-K instead of F-U-C-K. So whatever, (sighs) grammar Nazis, here we come.
1: (laughs) Well, someone's mother was like, you can't say fuck. And they're like, well, we're going to say shit. And then she's like, fine. Oh, yeah, this was 93, so it was before PH
0: was a thing for your Fs. (laughs) oh my god fuck so like the kids say phk oh. or uk oh my whatever
1: god. so so lame but yay funk
0: <laughs> very funky
1: it should call it should be funk this shit on up i i
0: feel like there's already a song called that or something yeah, along probably. the lines of that
1: yeah give but up yeah. the funk
0: I'm something getting, like gonna, that i don't yeah. remember who that is but uh yeah. super funky track sounds a lot of fun had a lot of fun with this one you don't need the jingle bells in it though but it was a lot of fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh I I didn't feel the verse vocals match the music on first listen but after repeated plays it's not too bad. I mean it's kind of jarring to me at the beginning. I don't know. I can't recall what it was that I was like, "Oh my god, what is this?" But it's not that bad. Um The fuck this shit on up part reminds me of another song and I just cannot put my fucking finger on it. I listened to it four times just trying to figure that out. So if anyone's like, hmm, this sounds like this other song that I actually know the title of, let me know, please.
0: Yeah, it does sound (laughs) like a number of like different types of funk tracks I've heard in the past and even present. So I mean, like, chances are it's a very common like theme or melody (sighs) in a funk track and especially during a hook. So... (sighs) I, you probably heard it many places, to be honest.
1: <laughs> Damn it. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the. Uh, dis- oh, this this was to note the disorienting record scratch at about three minutes 30 was cool, but I was definitely caught off by it because it felt it felt like I was in slow mo.
0: Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Like, I know. I, I think yeah. I know what you're talking about, but like, I just I don't yeah. remember it. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't write it down sounded, either.
1: <laughs> kind of sounds like your ears are plugged and You're underwater. And it was oh, just kind of okay, like yeah. a slow and then the song continued is weird.
0: But yeah, Um, I, I've i mentioned this before already. I think it was like definitely in the first song, but like the the stereo mix of the song, like how everything's going to spread out and everything. It's actually used very well in this song. I think everything kind of holds its right place, like in like all different like sections of the left, right speaker mm. spectrum, I guess you want to call it. Um There's a lot going on in each speaker without feeling overwhelming, so I thought that was kind of a treat to listen to. And again, being a super fun, funky song. I mean, thank you for doing that properly. Um, Probably goes on way longer than it needs to. Because, like, the jam just felt repetitive after a while, so it's not like it kept bringing in new things as a jam. But it was still a very fun track, so whatever. Like, I try not to dox it too much.
1: Yeah. I, uh... I could handle this song being long because like I felt listening to it that there were many places that it could go. Um, Unfortunately, by three minutes in, it did not go there. And at four minutes 30, I really wanted a spotlight guitar solo, I swear. The war is on. Anybody watching the video, and sorry for audio listeners, you are missing this very annoying kitten that I have. Um, She just won't stop. Um, At four minutes, I know. And all that's on the table is everything I'm using. (laughs) At four minutes 30, I really wanted a spotlight guitar solo. And there was one, but it was sandwiched between everything else. And I don't recall if it's the vocals or if it's just something that's louder in the mix. I could hear it. And it was just—it felt like he was caught in a cage, and it just wasn't being let out. And yeah. then the song ends, and I was like, "Ah, <laughs> ah, give me more! I wanted more."
0: There's definitely a lot of moments like that on this album too. Like I don't know, just things that could have been like done better, written better, just utilized better. Yeah. More better, please. Better, give me now. All right, well, we'll see yeah. if the next song does that, which may or may not. I don't know. Uh, number six, <laughs> the warmth of your breath. I, I mean, that I immediately smelt like garlic when I saw that title. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <sighs> I don't know what that says about me, but anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead.
1: Oh, I, I know that I reference other songs quite frequently just because, you know, a two note run will remind me of something or something will pop into my head. But uh, after the hi-hat hits at the beginning, all I could hear was Rancid's White Knuckle Ride because it's just the same exact same tempo, exact same, I get guess, beat, which I would assume is fairly common. But, um, yeah, uh, not that I hate this song. Just go listen to that one. It's pretty good. Um, the <laughs> I don't know what this was in the song, but it was like little yips. It was like, yip. And all I could, <laughs> all I could picture was a white Yorkie dog with like red tear stains in its eyes. I I find those dogs annoying. Um, and or they have bloody
0: tears apparently.
1: Well, no, no, because like white dogs will always get like uh, like rusty burgundy looking stains near their eyes if you don't oh, clean their yeah, eyes okay, often. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it just makes the dog look old, crusty, and disgusting. Um, or it sounds like a rubber chicken. I wasn't sure. I was hoping it was the dog.
0: At this point, it'd be a rubber Yorkie for all I know. I know. it <laughs> just be a mix of everything you think you're hearing.
1: Yeah. Well, I did check um, to see what instruments were played. You know, just the, the Wikipedia sort of resource that I have. And uh, no Yorkie, no rubber chicken. So I guess the mystery is still out there. Oh,
0: that's okay. They just didn't write it. It is a rubber Yorkie, though. I, I have inside uh, sources.
1: Excellent. good that I can sleep well at night. Um <laughs> And I could hear like a surf, a surfy kind of guitar riff underneath the main riff during the verses. It was the only time I think it may have only heard it at the beginning, but it was very like, I don't I don't really know what if they play like a specific type of guitar, like a like a telly over a Strat or something, or if it's like a steel guitar, but anything that kind of has that sort of surfy vibe, you know? Yeah, yeah I could hear that. I liked it, but then it went away, and then I was sad.
0: See, it's all these, always these moments that I just I don't remember. Because, like, even if I listen to the song a couple times, like, I have to listen to it, like, a lot to remember certain parts. So, like, yeah. that's why some of these reviews can be weird sometimes, but I try my hardest.
1: Oh, I can definitely relate. This one I listened to a million times because I kept zoning out.
0: Um I, I, I did like how this song got back to being quirky again. So that was yeah. like, I thought that was fun. It was a good pickup to the pace and energy. Um, and uh, you comparing it to Rancid, well, I'm going to go ahead and bring back Mike Patton because if any excuse of I course. can have to bring him back, why not? <laughs> I, just, I actually wrote, it's a good thing Mike Patton isn't a dick like Anthony Kiedis, or he would bitch and complain that Fishbone was copying Bungle or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, man, Anthony Kiedis is such uh, a dick.
1: Anyway, Go, go, li- go listen to the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers episode so you know both of our uh, opinions on Anthony Kiedis.
0: I No, I think uh, we mainly discussed that in the Bungle episode, oh, episode seven. Yeah, because oh. because then I mentioned how, like, going off topic here, just Kiedis trying to bring down Bungle because you're copying my, my rap funk style.
1: Uh, well, <laughs> go listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers episode so you can hear how much I just don't want to listen to Anthony Kiedis sing ever again.
0: And then listen to the Bungle episode. Give us views. Yeah! Um, <laughs> we need
1: money. We're,
0: we're, that's what we're trying to, like, get to the the main <laughs> bread and butter here. Um, turns out the whole
1: episode's just an ad.
0: I, I, I thought it was really interesting that the song kind of had these moments of what felt like thrash metal in it, because, like, you had the insanely fast double kicks and everything like that with the fast, like, snare drum and everything like that. Probably the most metal part on the album so far. I wrote that when I heard the song, and I think I could safely say the most metal part on the album, period. Yeah? Like, you have, like, like chuggy metal riffs, but, I mean, like... Those bla- like near damn damn near blast beats were uh, probably the most metal thing I've heard on this album.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just the weird mix of that and like funk is done actually really well on this track, so I I had a much of an appreciation for that. Um I had more fun with the song than I had originally anticipated. I didn't know what I was going to think in the beginning. Uh, but yeah, I ended up liking it more and more as I went because of stuff like that. So, right on.
1: All right. 3 minutes 20 seconds. The bass, sound, tone, way it's played, no idea. Very slappy for what I assume was the bridge. There are a lot of songs where I'm like, I think this is the bridge. Is this the chorus? They say the song title has to be. Um, I liked it. Bass was awesome. That is definitely going to be a theme coming up. Uh, The bass, I like it. It is loud enough I can hear it and loud enough I can fucking appreciate it. You have my heart. Um, The end of this song felt like it was ramping up to something. Uh, I kind of the same with the roller coaster, just bringing it up there, bringing it up there. There was, there was nothing. It was just, it was tension and then flat ground. And um, I feel like I might be selfish for repeatedly asking for more from these songs where it brings me to this. It's like, Oh, we're going to bring you to your favorite place. I'm like, sweet, let's go. And then they bring me there and then they disappear and they, they like go home. And then they leave me there alone. And I'm like, Sis, this is not what I thought this was going to be. And I think I am getting more snobby the more, more albums I listen to.
0: Oh, great. We're on episode 25. So by the time we hit 50, you're just going to be like queen bitch.
1: <laughs> I, I might get a crown.
0: It's also a David Bowie song. We had to cover David Bowie for that episode, I guess.
1: (laughs) Done. Done. It's just funny
0: how you said it's kind of like flat ground because I thought like when those double kicks for the drum like kind of came in, that was literally the drop on the coaster but like going at a 90 degree drop from like 10,000 feet in the air.
1: I think I was referring to the end where it's like the end kind of amps up in intensity. Not, I guess, not sound but just, just physical intensity and then it just sort of ends. So it's like the the end is the I don't I don't know, but it felt like I, it was unresolved near the end.
0: Uh, again, I think that was kind of a few tracks on this album anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure more notes like that will come up as we go. But we can get to uh song seven. Lucky seven. Uh, my one of my Ooh. favorite types of pies, lemon meringue, meringue so
1: so good i also did not remember how to spell meringue so i just use my phone to tell me repeatedly and i will still never remember well
0: like phonetically it's like m-e-r-a-n-g or something like that but yeah. yeah no it's like you.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, oh it's french damn it i shake my fist at you um yeah the vocals sound smooth and a little sexy like making out with a lemon meringue pie
0: that's a very messy time.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I hope yep. you brought protection.
1: Uh, I, I was going to say more, but then I said making out because I'm like, you know what? That's an image that I can actually handle. That's fine.
0: I was going to say, so. if you're, if you're going to go on this whole thing about fucking a lemon meringue pie, mm-hmm. when I say bring protection, that just, that just means several napkins.
1: Ah, uh, yes, yes, <laughs> and yes. May, maybe
0: even like a wet now, wipe. I don't know. Yes,
1: yes. Now, I sound like the weird one.
0: Yes. Um,
1: the... Uh, the background vocals are like just enough to emphasize the main vocals. Like I don't find that they're too much. They don't really take over in this one, but like you can still hear them. So I feel mm-hmm. like it's it's mixed pretty well compare, comparatively. So I like that.
0: I thought that this song started out promising enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love the instrumentals, super funky, like pretty chill more or less. I honestly feel like vocals weren't needed for this song. I think it actually would have worked better as an instrumental track. Yeah. Uh, so You don't really get that on this album at all, uh, which is unfortunate, because I feel like the backing band just... Or I'm pretty sure that I think the singer plays in- instrument too, if I'm not mistaken. But regardless, this should have just been in- instrumental. It would have worked a lot better that way.
1: Yeah.
0: But I will say, though, even with the vocals, uh, the-, the chorus is uh, fantastic. Really enjoyed it as compared to the rest of the song. Like the harmonies, the chord progressions, everything about it is really great. So I had a lot of fun with that. And I mean, another song that was probably just too long mm-hmm. would have been good as a four-minute track, but no, it just kept going and going and going. It—I it, it, yeah. don't think it was quite five minutes, but it was still like you could have cut like a a minute off.
1: Six ten.
0: Fuck me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me with a lemon rang pie. Uh, so yeah, it would have worked well as a four minute track, not a six minute ten song. Yeah. Jesus.
1: Um, so I disagree with the length for this one. Um, I the way I kind of figure the song is, It had the beginning, like sort of the the beginning half, then it had the horn solo, then it had the mute, like, I guess, the regular song in between the horn solo and the guitar solo at the end. So to me, it kind of felt like it was two songs butted up. So I didn't really find that I was sitting there waiting for the song to end. It just sort of, I, I was listening to it in pieces. So maybe I just sort of broke it up. So it didn't seem too long, Um, but I actually kind of liked it. The horn solo wasn't intense or, you know, blowing your face off, but it was kind of like, you know, smooth and sexy, like a lemon meringue pie. It was just sort of there. And then the guitar came in, nothing too crazy. Um, And normally it sort of gets to me when bands will just repeat the chorus at the end. I'm like, okay, we can end this at any time, please. But it actually didn't bother me that uh, the chorus was just repeated at the end. So yeah, didn't even notice it was six minutes, which is wild because I am impatient as fuck.
0: (laughs) Then it must have caught your attention just enough to want to be like, okay, I like this. Keep going.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Not me, though. It's like (laughs) Astro it's is like you you could have ended it somewhere around here and it would have been like nearly damn perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Nearly. Because, again, it has to be instrumental, too.
1: Yeah. Oh, God.
0: That's just me. Okay, so the sex session with the pie is over now, so we can go on to song number eight. Yes. They all have abandoned their hopes. Oh, how depressing.
1: At any Anybody doing anything with a pie has probably abandoned all their hopes and dreams. So.
0: I refer to 1999's American Pie, but okay.
1: Never seen
0: it. We've been through this on the podcast before a long time ago saying you I didn't know. see American Pie, and after all this time, you still haven't.
1: I, <laughs> Sorry. I'm 33 years old. I am not going to watch
0: that. You said your age. I thought you were 29. You liar.
1: Oh, no. Now you got to tell me your birthday.
0: (laughs) That was not part of the agreement. (laughs) You've you've, you've been in your hopes thinking that I'm going to tell you my birthday. But, yeah, so... Ah. uh, this starts out as, like, bluesy ska, I guess, is the best way to describe it, because I even heard a harmonica and like, a distorted harmonica.
1: Okay, good. Then that's what I heard. <laughs>
0: well, I'm thinking it is. Like, that's what it reminded me of. But yeah. regardless, I said, all right, I'll bite. This Again, d- d- despite the fact that I don't really like ska all that much. Yeah. Um, this doesn't really sit well with me as a come down track off the last one, because, like, there was still, like, a bit of energy to it. I'm not really sure where else this song could have gone on in the set list, though. But it feels weird in this particular spot. So, I don't know. I I, I try getting all that out of my head and being unbiased about it. Um, But, again, just shut me down if you've heard this before. Went on a little too long. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It just kept going and going. Uh, I mean, despite clearly important lyrical content, not breaking down the lyrics, I didn't read them, but I could hear a good chunk of them and realize like it was talking about like political stuff I'm guessing yeah. for, for the most part there's just not enough carrying this song for me uh, it just kind of rides out fairly plain all the way through nothing really happens to kind of intensify or excite the moment so that's all I can really say about it like I just I didn't care too much for this one
1: so I don't want to penalize songs just for my personal preference, because if it's a good song, it's a good song, regardless if I like the genre or anything like that. Um, I, it, if you know me and have talked music with me at all, you know I do not like reggae. I can't get into the slow tempo. It's just, it's not my thing. So I kind of had a hard time listening to this one or at least wanting to, because I heard the beginning and went, oh, for fuck's sakes. But I stuck it out, and I stuck it out more than once. Um, the, Like I said before, the bass is pretty loud in this album so far, and I'm totally okay with it. I could really hear it in this song. Super cool. That's probably um, going to be your
0: favorite part about reggae, then, because it's usually like a pretty front-facing bass.
1: Yeah, and if they could just eliminate all the other instruments, that would be spot on. Um, I like how the bass follows the vocal melody for the most part, where it'll just... The other instruments are doing their own thing, but you can still hear the vocal melody in the bass, even when the singing isn't happening. So that's nice. Um, Now, the image that I got from this song is, it's during this song, the festival crowd is passing a joint in preparation for the headliner, Fish. And at three minutes 30, there's like an introduction of what sounds like a megaphone or some sort of vocal modulation and such. Um, so if it, you know, if it is to sort of be like a megaphone, um, the the security is telling the crowd there's no smoking and they will be ejected from the festival if they continue. So that's what I got from, that's the image I got from that. Um, yeah, I won't penalize the song because I don't like reggae, but uh don't like reggae.
0: Well, I already said that already, so it I means yeah. not news to the podcast at this point, so you're, yeah, you're no. safe. This is your safe zone now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just don't want, like, you know, any letters from any members of Fishbone going, what the fuck? So, you know, I'm really just trying to coddle these millionaires, that's all.
0: At the same time, even if it was a hateful letter, if I got a letter from any band that we've covered, including, like, Weezer or Brooks and Dunn, then I'd be like, hey, look, someone
1: famous wrote us. Hey, John Petrucci, you suck. Now, now write me and tell me why you don't. Disclaimer, already... disclaimer. She likes him. I,
0: I I think I made a joke in one of the other podcasts about like, yeah, getting a band to sue us and then just tricking us, tricking them because we'd have their autograph. For contact. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh,
1: yeah. OK. Yeah. You know what? I'm into that. Yeah. Let's do that.
0: Psych, like I'm not taking you to court. I just <laughs> want your autograph, dummy.
1: <laughs> Take the paper. Thank you. And then uh, you're sitting in the
0: courtroom. Yes. Everyone's waiting for you to show up, and you're just at home. It's like, fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> What's that court today?
1: <laughs> Summons. What?
0: But yeah. also, one last note: if if it is indeed a fish concert, I don't think people are smoke so much smoking pot as they are taking small blots of paper on their tongue. Uh,
1: I I <laughs> I just know, um, tie dye shirts. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I've seen it. I'm not a drugs person.
0: The so acid I, makes the tide. I've never done acid either. I've known people who've done it. Yeah. Uh, and as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't sound very cool. Don't do someone, drugs, kids. Unless someone it's says pot, pot's a- cool.
1: Someone says <laughs> acid and I just think Drano for some reason. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm thinking meth.
0: I just think acid washed jeans.
1: A weird right angle we took here.
0: Yeah, this this is leading nowhere, I guess. <laughs> or maybe it is. Maybe this is the best part of the podcast. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. But we'll move on because it's the end of that rain. Number nine. End the rain. You're not much better. Don't even give me that. Oh
1: no, I've I've given up. I've given
0: up. Good. But yeah, uh, end the rain. Um, I don't know if the style of jumping bothered me too much in this one because this is another one where that like it clearly changed because it went from like a ska track to like a a clearly alt rock track. Yeah, very different. Uh, I guess it didn't bother me too much, even though it was again pretty jarring. Um, I felt like the vocal harmonies in the chorus were mixed way too high. They were just like it drowns everything else out and just bothered the ever living hell out of me. I was like, Yeah, you're ruining what could other be otherwise be like a decent chorus. I guess. Yeah, it actually kind of killed the hook for me too. Although the hook wasn't all that stand out for me either. So, like, I don't know, I like I like the way the song sounds, but there's also a lot of it I just don't like, because, like, again, th- things were either mixed wrong, it was, like, a little too repetitive again, like, nothing kind of picking up. Definitely a product of its time, though. I mean, like, mm-hmm. when I can actually say to myself out loud, wow, this sounds like it's from the 90s, then, I mean, it must be doing something good, because it sounds like 90s alt rock, like, to almost to a T. Yep. Um <laughs> And speaking of the vocals in the chorus, I feel like they got a little too louder or like, I don't know if it got like louder or like anything in the final chorus. Maybe it's the guitar that came in behind the vocals, but yeah, they they got turned up. I didn't like it. And I actually Mm -hmm. cut off the song early because if I was like, just shut up, I got angry and turned off the song, which is unfortunate because again, it's not the worst song on the album, but just annoying uh, when it came to those vocals.
1: I have a remixing and remastering suggestion that I would like to present. Um, At four minutes in, where it sounds like the song might start ending, the chorus comes in again. Okay. Now I think it would have sounded better if they just said, end the rain once, and then had another solo, but no, they sang the fucking chorus two more times. Okay. Didn't change it either time. Okay. So if they had, you know, sort of not a false ending, but just sounds like that's where it could end. Then it comes back. This says end the rain, get a guitar solo. Then you have the part where the melodic end the rain sort of singing comes in. Have that over top of the solo, fucking end the song. Okay, we didn't need to hear the fucking chorus a million times when half the chorus is just in the rain, the rain, the rain. Stop it. Stop it. Um, Annoying. And I could hear the guitar starting to solo behind the rain, the rain of the chorus. And it again felt like it was locked in a cage, just begging to be released. Then the song ended very dis. I like the song. I like the beginning. I, I liked everything up until four minutes. Everything after that. yeah, blew it. Yeah. <laughs> all, all I can do is just look at you like your mother does when you come home late. You're just like the audacity.
0: I could smell beer on you. It's two in the morning.
1: Exactly. No, go to your room. So for about There's, a minute and a half, I was pissed.
0: Your punishment's your hangover.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> listening to the end of this song, that was annoying. But the rest of the song was good. I liked it. It was the last minute and a half just drove me bonkers. Yeah. Just too, too much vocals. I wanted more music at the end. More well, of a then resolution. I,
0: I, I have a feeling that you probably liked the song more than I did. Because, again, I like the sound of it, but I just from the sounds of it, you probably liked it yeah. more than me.
1: <laughs> I would say so.
0: Yeah. This is not one of those. It's not the one I thought we'd match on. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Even though like I, I knew it would come up somewhere. I didn't even write it down, but I knew it would come up somewhere where like with all... Repeating vocals happens a lot in this album. Yeah. I was just wondering when you were going to make a note about it. Cause you have in the past and I was just waiting for it to come in. And oh, this yeah. was the song.
1: Yeah. Because in my head that the end would have sounded so good. Like you don't even have to change the solo. Don't have to change anything. Just fucking cut that part out. And that's it. Just cut like what an entire entire chorus and maybe 75% of the other one. And that's it.
0: I feel like you could do that with a lot of songs on this album, just not have it be as long as it was.
1: Yeah, yeah. A little bit more music, a little less repetition with the lyrics. Ah!
0: All right, so we'll move on to the next song then because your frustration of the ending of that one uh, leads into the absolutely psychotic nature <laughs> of song number 10. And I just want to preface this real quick. The song is called Drunk Schizo. I know it's not technically good to say in 2022 anymore. It's just the name of the song. Yeah. Uh, so that's we're, I'm gonna say that a couple of times, but just let you know that's the title of the song, and that's the only reason why I'm saying it. There we go. Yeah, this one feels like a lot like a metal, punk, and funk kind of mix. There was just yeah. like a little bit of everything in this one. It got really like chaotic. Like the the composition of it was absolutely insane, almost avant garde feeling. And it really kind of keeps you on your toes all the way through. Uh, that is until it gets to the very jazzy middle of the song. <laughs> Which was incredibly unexpected, but very welcome. I mean, the sudden change in this, because I, I can't stress enough how crazy the verse is and just how it's kind of all over the place, very repetitive. It kind of reminds me of some old punk tracks from like the 80s, too, like the way the vocal delivery was there, mm-hmm. which I, I, I would almost promise you the song was like very influenced by that kind of stuff. But when that soft, kind of jazzy middle came in, it gave me like a genuine laugh out loud. <laughs> Because I just, I wasn't ready for it. And I'm just like, oh, wow, you really went there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Like, this song reminds me of so many artists. But the thing is, I'm having a hard time pinpointing any single one that I'm thinking of. Like, I feel like when I've got one pinpoint, it's like, no, that's starting to change a little bit now. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. Like, that's, I had a hard time with that for the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to have been in the studio while they were doing like this, the psychotic background like vocals or sounds while they were recording them, there's just people going no 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 no. Like I would love to be yeah. in the studio for that. Just, just like be the producer behind the board. Like, can we do another take?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, could you could you change up on the first and third nah. Thank you. Can you
0: replace those news with nas and then replace <laughs> the nas with dues? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do all three? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I I feel like this would work better as a closer. To be absolutely honest, yes. Because like I agree. everything gets insane, like unsettling, going into the very end of the song. Um, so leaving the record on that note would leave like a very unnerving end to everything. Yeah. So uh, that would have been cool, but I don't. Uh, other than that, like I found this track very unique and interesting, very unsettling. Uh, not the most uh, radio friendly commercial friendly or even user friendly <laughs> song on the album. Hell but no. I'm used to tracks like this and something about it always catches me. so I'm gonna go ahead and give it a thumbs up.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, you have said a lot of the things that I wrote down. Um, mm-hmm. I did sort of do a um, a lyrical analysis on this. It, now the lyrics are
0: pretty there's just like few lyrics in the song. Yeah.
1: Um, so what my takeaway from the lyrics are I don't think he likes his family. Uh, oh,
0: what made oh, you think that? I could go
1: ahead and say that. <laughs> uh, him saying his sister is a whore. Um, I'm pretty sure he's singing shut the fuck up and grandma's cool, but grandpa's already gone over smooth saxophone. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, also, my my first thought was, uh, am I going crazy or is it the world around me? Sir, this is a Wendy's. Please. <laughs> the
0: song was recorded in a drive through <laughs> <laughs>
1: So uh, that's kind of where I felt I was just like, this is wild. Um, It does. I I don't want to say it reminds me sort of directly of, but it has little bits and pieces of a of the album I want to do for my birthday this year. So already planned. Excited. Um, A little
0: bit of a ways away, but yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Spoiler. Um, But yeah, No. Kind of with you, it definitely caught my attention. I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm into this. Uh, the lyrics definitely kind of pulled me out of like really getting into it because I'm more focused on what he's saying. I'm like, what the fuck is this? But, you know, listening to it again, I really got more into the music. I like that. And uh, yeah, so it was good.
0: Did you catch the part where he said his dad's a drunk and his mom's a schizo 100 times?
1: Yes, <laughs> and something about his aunt and his niece. And I was like, whoa, calm down, please.
0: It's a good thing you probably live on your own now, sir. <laughs> yeah.
1: And the walls, they're so padded. Anyways, this was your
0: therapy session. Uh, that'll be $100, please. Yep. <laughs> okay. We'll move on from that one, though. Uh, very interesting. Probably one of the more unique tracks on the entire album. Mm-hmm. Now we move on to what I feel is probably the most radio-friendly song in the entire album. Yes. No Fear at song number 11, the penultimate track.
1: Mm-hmm. I like the growling bass before the guitar kicks in at the beginning. It just it doesn't do it for the whole time, but it just does it. And then the guitar kicks in. I don't know. I, I like it. Yeah, it's like, I like a good
0: it. accent. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like they, I don't know, plucked a little harder or something. Very yummy. I liked it. Um, there is a lot in this song at less than a minute in that I'm really enjoying. So, I mean, I thought that was a good sign enough to write it down. Um, and, uh, I really like the clean guitar riff before the verse kicks in. I, I can't recall it now. I think, cause I, I think it sounded like a song that I regularly listen to. So now every time I hear it, I just want to listen to the other song, which sorry. Um, but yeah, I, uh, again, I've said in other albums, the, uh, the organ really just pushes the song nicely before everything kicks in. Just, you know, it's just like sort of the, the bass chords of the
0: song. Very nice. I like it. I like the song. It is. It is a pretty good song. I'll say that much. Like, um, it was a very interesting change of, especially following the previous track. Mm -hmm. Um, I like it because it's much like smoother, catchier flow to the song. So like, it's, as I said, it's very radio friendly if you were to put this one on. And I think you said this one was a single.
1: Uh, Yes, 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 yes. The last one, last single.
0: This should have been the first, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, there was like a funky thumping bass behind like this very 90s alt sound. uh, So 90s alt. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Super cool choice. I liked it because you still kept the funk in there while like really doing this really heavy 90s alt sound. Um, The hook is really good on this track. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, The background vocals kind of really give it a lot of character. And just this... I feel would work as like a good crowd sing-along type track at a live show, yeah. especially with the hook, because it just, I don't know, it's really easy to catch on to. But yet again, oh my God, I will say it, it didn't have to be six minutes, too long, please. Like, just a little shorter, because I felt like toward the end of the song, as much as I was enjoying it, it just kind of it unnecessarily kept extending.
1: Mm-hmm. I was like, it,
0: it could have been like another four, four and a half minute track, and I would have been cool with that, but like... They just, I don't know why they feel the need to keep drawing things out.
1: So I'm going to moderately rage. Oh, wow. Savannah raging. Um, I'm not a fan of the choir like vocals in what I assume to be the fairly large bridge in the middle. Um, but the bass still not letting me down. Still liking it. I'll, yeah, I'm into it. Um I would have liked a solo of some kind after the bridge instead of another verse. Now, my next note just says, oh, my fucking God, I think there's going to be a music break because of the sustained chords on the organ just up front and center. And I was getting pretty hyped for it, but it just went into the fucking chorus again. And then then my last note, all caps, how dare you? And that's it. That's all I have. I wonder if that
0: really uh, took down your score.
1: (laughs) Not Not too much, Um, it didn't do it to to end the rain, but uh, please just just stop. You don't need to fill every minute or every second of a fucking chorus or another verse. You can just let the song breathe, please. I'm not getting a lot of breathing room in this album so far and with one track left, ah, am I even gonna get it?
0: We will see, uh, because the, I guess we'll just talk about it now, because I'm done talking about the other one. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I still really enjoyed No Fear, though. Uh, really cool track. Uh, oh, yeah. Fun. <laughs> number, number 12, Nut Megalomaniac, with an emphasis on the nut. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, it's time to be a teenager again and laugh at nut. Uh-huh. I mean... Good idea to end the album on a uh, like a funky note, despite what I said about track 10, the, yeah. the drunk song. I'll, I'll try to stop saying the other word as much as I can now. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I thought it was a good idea to end on a funky note, considering like that's what a lot of the album was based on. So that's fine. Bring it in. Finish everything up. But this is kind of like the first song where I feel like the spread of the mix kind of blends everything in really awkwardly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably didn't need dual vocals on literally every single section of vocals like it got kind of annoying after a while like if if, even if you do dual vocals turn one of them down but no they were like same volume so it was just it was kind of bothersome yeah and one more time for everyone at the back of the arena this song was too long (laughs) Yeah. nearly six minutes was absolutely unnecessary to tell me how much you want to splooge (laughs) Uh, listen it was a fun track really repetitive too long yeah. Uh, it, it's hard for me to be super positive when these notes keep repeating themselves and it's, it's just like these tracks. So, I mean, yeah, good track, but you just, uh, four minutes, please.
1: Yep. Uh, I only have just a couple of notes. Um, I was very optimistic that this was going to be an instrumental just from the way that it started. It would, it had green pastures, blue sky. It had anywhere to go And it just dug itself underground and then it just did not give me the life that I wanted. Um, I did not like the uh, talking portion at the beginning uh, with the females that turned into singing the chorus. It just going from that right into singing into the song just seemed super fucking cheesy. And I didn't really like that very much.
0: Does it feel like they just invited some of their friends into the studio to like sing a few tracks? Like they don't sound like seasoned singers or even like regular singers. It's just kind of like, okay, tell you what, I'll give you one feature on my album.
1: Yeah. Yes. Um, it's like, Hey, here's the script and then just like start singing and everything was on the same sheet and they just read it all at once. Yeah. Um, uh, this song is most likely the last song that like I encounter in the album, obviously. I only listen to it because I listened to the whole album already. And I feel like I kind of have to commit to it because I know there's, there's a couple albums that I really like. But when you get to the last song, you're kind of like, this is not nearly as good as the, you know, nine songs that came before it. Yeah. But I'm going to listen to it just to say I listened to the whole album. That's kind of the song for me. It's not my favorite. I didn't absolutely hate it. I didn't tank it score, but don't expect it to be very high at all.
0: Ooh, maybe we'll match on it. <laughs> Just from that alone, because you said that you didn't completely tank it, but it's not that high on the list. We yeah. will see.
1: Yeah. Well, tanking <laughs> it to me, I can still put it as last and still say I didn't tank it. So.
0: But that's considered tanking. Dead last is tanking.
1: Well, we'll see. I don't want to spoil too much. Yet. Dun, dun,
0: dun. But the good news is, uh, we're done busting nuts over here. That is the end of the Give a Monkey dot, dot, dot album. Hey, I had to go on the nut joke there because...
1: Yeah, and I had to bleh it, so. <laughs>
0: But, yes, we have reached the end of the album. Uh, we are finally here. So thank you very much for listening to us ramble on about that. We are curious <laughs> about your opinion on the album yeah. as well. So you can always, again, let us know down in the comments below. Or if you're listening to audio, there's probably some sort of place to leave comments. Regardless, let us know. Be a part of that musical community. Like, subscribe, follow, share, rate anything i can't even remember things anymore but do it all build a musical community this album is part of that and you are part of it too
1: yeah whether you like it or not you're here now
0: yeah you're stuck with us (laughs) but with that said you can still share even more opinions on the album if you so wish to do because now it's time for part two of three of the podcast and that is to rank the songs There are 12 songs on this album, and of course, 12 to 1 is what we're going to do. Worst to best, or some albums don't have that, but this one, I feel, has that.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Absolutely does.
1: Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say that I tanked it. Sorry. Whoops.
0: Oh, well, we're here now. Too late to change anything.
1: Yeah, That's
0: it. With that said... The graphics above our head, boom, have changed to words, which is our names and numbers that need other words next to them. So, yes, a lot of words will be above our head momentarily as we rank the songs. So let's get this all started with my number 12, Unyielding Conditioning.
1: Not megalomaniac.
0: <laughs> you did I, tank it, eh?
1: Yeah, yeah. No. I, uh, I like, I didn't score it a 1 or anything, but I guess in the grand scheme of things, yes, it has been tanked.
0: Absolutely. So number eleven, they all—they all have abandoned their hopes.
1: Swim. All right, Sorry, I'm just trying to to see where my uh, my future holds here.
0: Oh, I thought you were building suspense.
1: No, not at all. I just can't read.
0: All right, so my number ten, nut.
1: The warmth of your breath.
0: Uh, oh, don't do that ever again.
1: <laughs> <coughs> I,
0: <coughs> I can hear. <coughs> I'm being gassed out. <coughs> I have a 4D camera. I can smell your breath. Oh, gross. <laughs> song number nine, End the Rain.
1: Servitude.
0: Servitude. I'm starting to get a bad feeling about this. I
1: lot same.
0: Well, number eight, swim.
1: Unyielding conditioning.
0: As much as you don't like reggae, I'm surprised that song made it that high. And the other one too, to be honest. Okay, so number seven, servitude.
1: They all have abandoned their
0: hopes. Well, at least they kind of went side by side, just like mine did.
1: <sighs>
0: Number six, lemon meringue.
1: Black flowers.
0: I don't like that look on your face for a second, that, that, that hesitant look. <sighs> yeah. Number five, drunk schizo. No fear. <laughs> oh, my God, we're not getting anything, are we?
1: No.
0: We actually aren't getting anything. Number four, the warmth of your breath.
1: Properties of propaganda. Propaganda properties
0: nothing no absolutely not number three black flowers
1: drunk schizo
0: number two properties of propaganda
1: lemon meringue lemon meringue. lemon meringue.
0: number one no fear (laughs) and the rain this is our first zero out of anything in i don't even remember how long at this point
1: and the rain, I like if I ended at four. If I ended at four minutes, and then I just cut the end, and where I think it ends, that's where it ends. I like the song; it's pretty good.
0: That's for that reason. I thought it didn't wouldn't make number one. You'd like it enough, but because of that minute and a half, it was too long to be number one.
1: Savannah, you never score anything high. Savannah, you're scoring things too high. What do you want from me?
0: Savannah's allergic to A and S tier albums. D- you'd be hilarious uh, actually I'll have to tell you off camera because it has to do with an upcoming album mm-hmm. <laughs> that, so that's fine actually we can uh, go off camera right now as I pull up the record rating screen since we've Ooh. now ranked all the songs so let's see where yeah. this album ends up
1: yeah let's see how much praise and adoration Savannah's gonna get
0: woo I, I can just cut that out that's fine
1: <laughs>
0: well here we are on the album rating screen just stacking up that B tier like absolute crazy mm-hmm. and of course you can see last week's episode which was Sal Williams uh, Tar Dust album again still not gambling with that name found itself <laughs> in the B tier between Pearl Jam and Animals as Leaders hey hey Doing pretty well for yourself, but now you'll notice Fishbone, of course, is in the waiting room, waiting for their rightful spot somewhere on our list. Mm -hmm. They're probably hoping it'd be a little higher, but uh, I've got this feeling that it probably won't be.
1: Uh uh Whose fault will that be?
0: Uh, Yours, probably.
1: Ah, yes, yes, yes.
0: (laughs) As per usual.
1: Well, you, you tell me your score first, smart, smart guy.
0: Uh, no problem, and I'm not exactly ashamed of it either. I I think this is fair considering what I liked and didn't like about the album. Sixty-seven point nine one percent. Now tell me what you got, smart guy. Also,
1: <laughs> okay. Now I just want to take a second to say the prayer to the gods. Um. Uh, I I know that Chris uh, really shat on this album here, um, but I gave it an eighty point four five. <laughs> Because I actually really liked
0: it. <laughs> Dang, my dude. 80.4. <laughs> the Holy shit, you actually for once in your life A-tiered an album.
1: I know. And the parts of the album that I didn't like, I, I could look past them enough because of just, I kind of took it as like a wacky album. So when I think of it as wacky, it's not nearly as bad.
0: Well, there you go. I'm proud of you. You did it. You actually <laughs> did it, though. You you A-tiered Nelm, but unfortunately, yeah. that doesn't mean the album is A-tier. <laughs> We're going to fucking shove that shit down. <laughs> this time it was my fault, but you know what? I, I, again, I, I I stand by my choice. So that comes to a total of 74.18%, which I'm well, pretty sure has to be like, sitting right next to Saul Williams right here.
1: All right. So you said 74.18? One yes. Eight. Yes, yes, it is uh, just one, one below. So between so it, Pearl, it, Pearl Jam and Saul Williams, right there.
0: We just put a band there. You can't just keep putting more bands there. Yep. But again, well, I, I guess it's mainly my fault.
1: Uh, I mean, Pearl Jam, it a hundred percent is your fault. Um, Pearl Jam is seventy four point one, like one zero. So. Point so very, what, very Point zero so eight. Yeah, the
0: last two albums have been dead tight to that too like very very close we have reached the end of the b tier oh no i have to go into my backup plan now to fit more albums in
1: (laughs) Uh uh-oh just make it smaller and smaller more obnoxious to try and read
0: that's kind of the plan (laughs) 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 i'm not even kidding
1: all right now we're gonna have a, a uh five five year anniversary game everybody has to try and figure out what the hell these albums are
0: Just go back and watch the older episodes, and maybe you'll be able to figure it out. Here, you know, I'll I'll do it in real time right now. So what I'll do is kind of shrink down the (laughs) albums to about (laughs) the size of another record. There, excellent. Boom, there we go. You saw it all in real time. Shrunk it down so we can fit more and more. I'm going to keep doing that, and actually, it's going to get to the point where there's going to like be two rows in the B column, pretty much. Ah,
1: yes. That's going to be.
0: Eventually, it's going to be very complicated to take care of. But hey, that's what it is.
1: Yeah. You know what? I tried. I tried. After all of the verbal lashing I get week to week, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to listen to this album and I'm going to fucking like it. And I fucking liked it. And we're still in the B tier. You know what? That's it. I, I quit. I'm out of here.
0: Ooh, solo show. Finally. <laughs>
1: I'm still here for that.
0: Liar, you said you were quitting.
1: <laughs> but uh, but yeah, now I know Now I know what it, this feels like and I, I apologize.
0: <laughs> well then, we almost had a pretty solid A tier album, but then I ruined everything.
1: Yeah, I'm going to get on you for the one time you do that to me, but totally ignore the other 24 episodes that I did it.
0: Oh, I'm pretty sure there's ones that I've tanked to that you're like, hey, that's not so bad. Maybe, I think. I can't even remember at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean... We've we done know, this weren't... too
0: long. I think it's time to retire.
1: Yeah, yeah. Our our brains are Swiss cheese now. Episode
0: 25 is the retirement special. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's it. It's a, it's a, what... Quarter life crisis, so I have to go backpack in the Alps for a couple of years. Thank you.
0: And then we'll do a reunion like twelve years from now, and be like, let's do another album that we just tank into the F tier. We're all bitter pricks at that point.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then that's it. It's like, yeah, we hated this year, but that's not the case. I love.
0: We it. are so sorry that we came back. <laughs> But anyways, we are at the end of the episode now. We ranked the songs, we rated the record, and here we are at the very end of the episode. So thank you very much for hanging out and listening to our opinions on this album. We sure hope that you have liked this episode. And we are very curious to know what you have to say about this album as well. How would you rank the songs? How would you rate the album? Of course, let us know in the comments below. Uh, and don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, comment, rate, whatever stuff, The hand gestures, jazz hands.
1: Yeah, do the things.
0: But you don't just have to do it here on YouTube or whatever audio platform you happen to be listening on. You could also do it on social media at Rate the Record podcast over on Facebook, Instagram and TikTok at Rate the Record on Twitter. And of course, if you feel the need to oh so much, you can just go ahead and send us an email. Rate the Record at gmail.com. Don't worry. We check it occasionally. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and um, I do just want to make a point. Um, anybody who does comment on any videos and has a comment directed to me, I do read them. I am just so terrible at responding. I swear to God, I will respond to you. It might be months later, but I see you. I love you. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> well, if you if you pay me, then I will respond for you. I'll be your PR person. I can't say that I'll put you into the most positive spotlight, but I'll respond for you.
1: I think you said the quiet part loud, so I'm going to go ahead and say no.
0: I'm just very brash and honest. (laughs) (laughs) As I will be when I comment for you. (laughs) Yeah. And as for me, I'll respond to everything because I'm always there anyways. I have no life. But yeah, so go ahead and let us know what you thought about the album or just other albums in general that we've covered in the past. Really want to hear your opinion Mm. on it. But before we let you go... At the end of each episode, we'd like to give you just a little bit of a grain of salt wink about uh, what you can expect in the very next episode of the Write the Record podcast. Next week is an anniversary album. We have a group who's been on the scene since the mid '70s. Technically, I mean they didn't get big oh, wow. till la- they didn't get big till later, though. Uh, they are highly successful even to this day, and the album that we're looking at is very highly praised as one of the group's best. And it's, of course, as we just said, celebrating an anniversary. So that I think that really narrows the field down to who it could be like super highly successful, been around yeah. for decades, best yeah. album celebrating an anniversary. Yeah. What could it possibly be?
1: Roy Orbison. Uh,
0: <laughs> pretty <laughs> woman. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what you could expect next week. Maybe you can figure it out. Maybe, just maybe, you have to go ahead and wait until next week to hear about it, though. So it's been a lot of fun. And so until next week, when we talk about that particular album, you can go ahead and go listen to some awesome music like today's album, according to Savannah, at the very least. (laughs) And yeah, we'll see you then. So take care, friends.
1: Bye-bye.